0: Hello dear listeners, it is I, DJ Star Sage, coming to you once again from the Lady Demora, Her Majesty's Carriage. It is Tuesday evening. The sun is setting to the west, and it's 55 degrees out. I'm just heading on home from my workday at the candy shop. How are you? What have you been up to? Over the weekend, Hubby and I had our hands full. We traded off nurse kitty duties, one after the other. I spent a day occupying myself with uh, caring for our dear sweet Nala, our little baby Calico. And yes, they are all seniors, but Nala was the smallest of her litter when she was born. She was a runt, and she's had uh, her fair share of problems. Some might say birth defects, but uh, among other things, she has a heart condition. She has an irregular heartbeat, what sometimes is called a heart murmur. And uh, this makes her a very special little girl indeed, she's quite fragile, and uh, this is becoming more apparent as she gets older, and as if having one senior cat were not bad enough, Mr. Oliver, I have talked about him a fair share of the time, that we have to feed by syringe, and uh, apparently he gets bored like the others when it comes to certain flavors of the food so it uh, may not even have anything to do with uh, whether he's feeling up to eating on his own He, he simply just gets bored sometimes and pretends that he can't eat on his own at least he'll turn his nose up from the bowl and walk away and what are you gonna do you can't let your baby starve while you're spending the day at work and so you're forced to syringe feed him. Now, on top of that, as hubby has been working his fair share of stupid, and uh, yes, I will say stupidly early hours at Grace Brothers, making up for the uh, incompetence, dare I say, the inability, the lackings of his peers to to show up on time to come. And clock in when they're expected to open the store and uh, well this is supposed to make it so that hubby can be home by a decent hour which is all fine and good because we are home shortly one after the other but he also has to be awake earlier than I and as I've mentioned before It's interesting uh, in the morning because uh, he'll sleep through alarms and due to the situation with our senior kitties, he is having to sleep in a separate room to take care of our nearly ambulatory calico, Nala. So um, we have apparently had a stroke of good luck when it comes to the ethos. I suppose all of those ancestors' graves that I've looked up and have placed flowers upon who have probably not had anyone visit them in decades, if not longer, uh, maybe all of that has resulted in some good karma for Hubby Billy and I because It seems that uh, despite my lack of faith in a higher power, and uh, who could blame me? I mean, uh, you know, before I was in my mid-30s, I'd already lost my mother. And, uh, you know, uh, before I was barely into my 20s, I lost my father. So you get the picture. Um, For having a lack of faith It certainly seems that acts of kindness don't always go unrepaid. Not like the Ferengi Rules of Acquisition if you're a Star Trek fan, which says that no good deed goes unpunished. Um, Nala, knock on wood, shortly will be a week from our scare with her, taking her to the overnight vet. She uh, was basically shutting down which predatory animals like cats do when they're sick or in danger of dying. They just stop eating and stop showing interest and lose their social behaviors and uh, well we think that it is entirely possible that the weakened state of Nala may have been caused by something akin to a kidney stone and in a smaller animal like her it is life threatening since of course she does have a heart condition and apparently uh, one of the birth defects that a run to the litter can experience uh, is irregular internal organs like she may only have one functional kidney. So she's a special needs baby, that's for sure. But uh, the closer we get to it being a week from when we were rushing into an overnight hosp- vet hospital, the more hope that I uh, I see, that I hope that I can hold on to, that we might be able to keep her, not long term, but hopefully at least a year. I'll... I'll uh, Hope for two if we can get it, but a year would be nice. You know, you really, just like children, you want to space out the age of your pets if you do have more than one. Because I tell you, with our three kitty cats being so close in age, them all having health issues at once, it certainly feels as though... There are days when one can do no right, especially when your daily care of your tribe includes each of them being closed into a separate bedroom from the other because while you're at work during the day, you can't rely on them getting along together. And some of them have uh, different dietary needs. You know, one of them can't have dry food And one of them has to have watered-down food while they're uh, still so freshly in recovery. Oh, and then on top of that, there's medication. So you can only imagine how inadequate you feel when you not only have to wake up to make sure that your spouse is out the door, but also take care of three little ones and get yourself out the door. I can't tell you how stressful it's been of late, especially since there's been a couple of days recently where I've been skating in by the skin of my teeth to arrive at the candy shop on time. And one of those days recently involved a traffic mishap, perhaps a, uh, a sighting of an accident, and not myself, But whenever there's uh, an accident, it's like going to the zoo. People stop and gawk and essentially everything slows down. And uh, if you don't have another way, you don't have an alternate route, well, you're doinked. And uh, yours truly had to shave off another hour off the old bar of vacation soap. Just so that he could make management happy that he is a honest employee, that he's a hard worker, and that he's not out to rob the company. I tell you folks, I have been there eight years, and that has always been the story. I could try to call in and say I'm stuck in traffic, but unless 10% of my office is affected, this is an isolated incident. Now isn't that lovely? Anyways, I have been trying to keep happy thoughts abound. Recently, I've been listening to soundtracks of Disney music, the likes of the Sherman Brothers, the folks that wrote the music for, among other things, uh, Mary Poppins, as well as Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, and some of the early days of the Mickey Mouse Club with net. And, uh, well, I've just been trying to keep in good spirits. I've been watching Sailor Moon, and just last night I caught a vintage, a retro film on Amazon Prime. It was about dream kitchens or kitchens of the future. And this was a collection that was put together of films from the 40s through the 60s. And uh, it was quite entertaining with some of the archaic representations of home life, including the very First of the films where a 40's era housewife was having trouble sleeping went down for cookies and milk and a mysterious voice, a narrator talked to her about her dream kitchen as her kitchen was gone and now she had to pick out the layout of what her ideal or dream kitchen would be an interesting series of programs, and uh, there was a couple of appearances by actors in their early days, including I do believe a young Dick York, who originated the role of Darren Stevens in the 60s Bewitched TV series as the husband, Darren Stevens, and also a young Gavin I want to say Newsome, perhaps it's McLeod. It was the actor who is known for being the father in the Christmas story movie. You know, the one about the Red Rider BB gun. And I know in more recent years, he took the place, took the yeah. stage when John Ritter's untimely death occurred in, uh, I think it was 13 Simple Rules for Dating My Daughter, and it became 13 Rules or Simple Rules or whatever, um, starring Katie Seagal. But yes, Gavin Newsom, Gavin McLeod, was in one of these Dream Kitchen videos from the 50s, and it was interesting to see him at such a young age in a kitchen not unlike the one in Christmas Story. So all in all, it's been stressful, but I've been trying to keep a positive mind. And the other week, I finally got around to talking to my dear friend, my peer at the candy shop, Elise, the lady that I go to coffee with from time to time. Well, she is a lesbian, and she has been in a long-term relationship for a while. And she's of a certain age, where, uh, you know, having a child is still possible. And in this day and age, of course, you have to be careful about how you, you phrase things because, uh, you know, regardless of your orientation, there is still the matter of when a man talks to a woman or vice versa, you have to make sure that you avoid certain topics while in the workplace, and certainly conversations about uh, certain topics need to be consensual. So I just had to basically point Blake, say, have you ever thought about having a family? Without putting any sort of spin on it, cause you certainly don't want that to seem like a question. Like, would you ever think about having a kid for someone else? <laughs> so uh, it was nice. To rip off that Band-Aid, because I've been mulling that over for a while, and you know, there's no there's no pending project on the horizon. It's uh, not something that we're going to, you know, write out for the the immediate future, but uh, hopefully have some direction on. Before the holidays, the ones at the end of the year, you know, and uh, certainly my birthday, because I can tell you, being in my 40s now, every day I look in the mirror and I think about my dearly departed father and uh, what has become of his name since my brother's children have entered this world, and seeing as my father suffered through a divorce During the 50s, and he and my mother were married for some 35 years before his passing. I feel the need to repair a rift. So I will uh, keep my fingers crossed and maybe visit a few more graves of ancestors with flowers for good measure. Okay, stay tuned for the second half of this program. And here we are, in the later part of the week, through the magic of podcasting. It is now Friday morning, and it's a balmy 60 degrees out. Now, you ask, balmy? How could it be? It's just a mere 60 degrees. Well, it is cloudy, and as you might be able to hear in the background, it is raining Hear that? So, well, how did your week go? I'll tell you about mine. (laughs) It has been a doozy. Starting off on a positive note. And, you know, ending in not such a sour note. Like some of this jazz that's playing in the background maybe. But uh, I had the day off on Wednesday. I took this off as sort of a mental health day but I did plan it in advance You see our dear tortoiseshell kitty Goldie my little rusty piece of gold. She was due to have mouth surgery. And uh, you may have heard me telling you that she had a little bit of trouble the other week when we had to take her into the vet because we noticed that she was having difficulty eating and darn near it stopped eating. This is because she had some soreness in her mouth, maybe brought on by her penchant for dry food, maybe brought on by age because, as we all know, If you don't take care of your teeth, well, you're going to be investing in some porcelain. And no, I'm not talking about a night of binge drinking. I'm talking about your pearly whites, your George Washington mouth of substitutes. So, little girl Goldie had to go into the vet to have some surgery. And the day before, I spent loving her up because... Our pets are emotional creatures, and any little bit of effort to put their minds at ease will help in their recovery rate. So when you can tag team, as we do at Chateau Star Sage, I had the day off before the surgery, and hubby has the day of, as well as the day after, present day, off. ...to uh, play Nurse Kitty at home. And, uh... ...well... ...on Wednesday... ...I spent it... ...doing some housework... ...having a nice nap with the putty cats... ...and then I had... ...the fool notion... ...because, you know, I'm a jester... ...this is surely you jest... ...in case you forgot... ...I, uh... ...entertain the masses through uh, slapstick comedy and poking fun at myself because you know, you're not going to offend somebody else if you let yourself be the butt of the joke and well, I decided to take the opportunity to make an effort in the great star sage acre. I went out into the out of doors it was a beautiful day nice and sunny with just the right amount of chill that just like in a place of fitness like a gym where if you have the fan going when you're on the treadmill, it's just the right temperature to break even and not really sweat. Well, I decided to spend some time in our yard while each of the kitties was safely tucked away with the food, water, and litter in their own rooms. Yes, we have a four-bedroom house and we are basically a pet hotel. (laughs) We should be paying them rent anytime soon or maybe we already are. But I went out into the yard and I made the first big spring cleanup effort of the season. And that included picking up a lot of the branches that had fallen during the winter. I adore trees. My... Grandfather had a nice property when I was a child that had been part of a wood, a forest. When he and Grandma retired, he had part of a forest cleared just enough to put his own home in. And there were trees on every side. And he had a breathtaking view in his yard, and I remember many a visit in my youth, taking a nap in the front yard with the towering trees overhead. And uh, for some reason, Grandpa had, uh, through his years of service to the railroad, learned a few tricks or two here and there about how to keep warm in the outdoors. So, Grandpa was an avid reader. And he used to keep his paper, his newspaper, stocked in the, on the porch. And every now and then, instead of dirtying his clothes, he would lay down a recent copy of the paper on his yard to keep the grass stains off his clothes. And uh, sometimes he would even put some of the paper over himself so that he could keep warm during his outdoor nap. This is something, of course, that uh, you see in old movies sometimes when, you know, the vagabond was taking a nap in a park bench and maybe nothing is glamorous, but it was something my grandfather did and I look back on it fondly. It wasn't like he was close to the road and they didn't even live in the village. So it's not like anyone was going to drive by and say, Did you know your husband's sleeping out in the yard? But uh, it was a charming memory. Anyway, so I uh, spent some time picking up branches and leaves and bark, and uh, apparently during the winter we'd had a tree that got struck by lightning. Now, it's still standing, but uh, there's still question as to Uh, its health, it seems that some of the bark on the tree got shredded off and it was laying in the yard so I had a fair bit to pick up. I had ambitions to actually mow the yard but, well, for reasons that I'll just put under the umbrella of hoarding, we have at least a couple of lawn mowers. Now these are push mowers because We do try to make an effort to be uh, physical. I have a desk job, so every little bit of help counts. And, um, well, I went to go mow the yard, and I proceeded to have that fool's errand I was speaking of by trying to start a mower that, well, we've basically decommissioned. Now, in my own defense why in the world would you hold on to a piece of machinery that was not working set it to the curb and put a sign that says free on it if you live anywhere that there are mechanically inclined folks someone might pick it up and try to repurpose it as a go-kart or maybe i'm a little old school maybe that's not something that the kids do these days but I remember as a child, this was something that my brother in his teens and his friends used to do. So maybe I'll give that a shot. Not making the go kart, putting the lawnmowers to the curb with a sign that says free. (laughs) Because yours truly tried to start a mower that uh, didn't even have a blade, and I had completely forgotten that we had its replacement sitting securely in the shed in the backyard, and since hubby was at work, he didn't really have the time to put in the effort to explain, silly goose, you're trying to, uh, (laughs) you're trying to wake a dead horse there. Sorry about the, uh, animal analogies, folks, but, uh, it's mildly amusing, especially when we're talking about geese and all manners of wildlife. So, maybe when I try to mow this weekend, I'll actually try to use a machine that is in working order. That was the happy thought. The, that was a, uh moment of time well spent because that day was one of the most relaxing <laughs> zipper on my jacket folks sorry it's warm in here I have the deep fog on moment of peace that i had had in a while because uh, instead of having to worry about this or that pet eating we'd had a schedule for feeding and oh God, uh, each of the putty cats had their own room and were napping. So, a moment of peace in the, uh, the cat hospital, if you will. And, uh, well, that all came crashing down on our ears as the next morning, when I was due to, or we were due to take Miss Goldie in for her surgery, Mr. Oliver apparently had not had enough water the day before. Because we've been trying to prevent him from throwing up. Oh, And, uh, you know, that was because he'd been guzzling water. And so we were trying to limit his access, but maybe we're being a little too severe about it. Anyways, Mr. Oliver was dehydrated. And uh, we have a daily regimen of giving him a laxative. And apparently those things do... Uh, have a tendency to dehydrate people and animals. So uh, we had a a moment of fright in our house because in the morning when uh, I was doing my rounds for breakfast and getting the kitty cats their food, Mr. Oliver was straining to use the litter box. And any of you who are cat owners will know that is a life-or-death moment because unlike people who can probably go a couple of days without there being a problem, your kitty cats are a ticking time bomb. If they can't go to the litter box and it's been 12 hours, you could have a problem. There could be a blockage. There could be kidney troubles. There could be... Digestive issues, and you'll need to get them to an uh, emergency vet toot suite. Because uh, once you're past that twelve hours, there you may say be saying goodbye prematurely. So we ended up. Uh giving him an emergency ration of laxative that morning. And uh, through a very tense couple of hours, he was able to get through that, but he was still nauseous. And uh, we managed to hold down the fort, as it were, and get him into the vet still. And apparently unbeknownst to us... He had lost some weight recently, maybe due to the dehydration, maybe to a lack of appetite. But your kitty cats will get bored of their food, and sometimes you have to change it. And, well, our vet basically gave us uh, weight-gaining food for Mr. Oliver. And because it's different food, of course he was interested right away. You put it down a bowl of it, and it's like you've uh, handed him a milkshake and a uh, little man is just really excited so uh, the worries are shortly behind us and uh, Miss Goldie returned home from her surgery and made it through like a trooper she is safely at home hopped up on some pain medicine like a fiend and uh, with any luck shortly we'll be enjoying the lack of of um, obstacle of uh, soreness that had been in her mouth I will be getting the report today on if they ended up removing any teeth from her this is not an uncommon thing in our older pets folks just like people if their teeth aren't cared for sometimes The teeth just have to be taken out. So, all in all, it was a bittersweet week. And it did have a fairly stressful decline. But I'm choosing to see the silver lining. Now that we've gotten a different food for Oliver. He has his appetite back. And we just have to be... More uh, generous with the water. If he's going to throw up, he's going to throw up. We just have to be sure that it's not food. It's part of the thyroid condition. And I will be spending my Saturday playing Nurse Kitty, which is no different than any other day, but there may be more napping involved. I'll try to put a a video game system in the room for me while I'm, uh, I'm keeping my time with Miss Goldie, so... Okay, folks, stay tuned next week on Friday, May 17th, for the next Matinee Minutia. We're going to be discussing a 1971 action thriller TV movie made by a young Mr. Steven Spielberg. Yes, the man who brought us such films as E.T., And oh, a whole lot of other films right now, I can't think of them, but uh, a very accomplished director and producer, too. And uh, this is a movie that stars Dennis Weaver, who was later on in a TV uh, police show called McLeod, It was a detective show, as well as, and I'm forgetting her name right now, Apologies, the actress that was the uh, woman lead in the original Planet of the Apes movies back in the 60s. So, uh, come by for Matinee Minutia at 9 p.m. Eastern on May 17th. Go to matineeminutia.com or univozpods.net and click on Discord to enter our chat room. Click on the tower for streaming audio. That is all for now. Kisses from the carriage. Have a great weekend, folks. Bye bye. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univazpods.net.